that I'm appalled, I'm mad. You know, we sit up here and we do comedy bits about the 21 and a half jokers that are running for nomination yeah. for this Democratic Party. I feel pretty confident that when we like put somebody in the garbage can, they're done. What, you cannot make it without the not safe for wonk seal of approval. And it's just inevitable that time is going to catch up to you. We're the arbiters of fate. Yeah. And by the way, this is why Mary, this is the number one reason why Marianne is going to win the nomination because she's the only person that has our seal of approval. What can you do without it? However, there's obviously a fucking glitch in the matrix because one of these interchangeable guys fucking crawled out of the garbage can and fucking brushed himself off with thousand dollar bills. And he's fucking he's fucking back, man, like the T-1000, like John Wick. Yeah, I'm talking about this motherfucker, Tom Steyer. Tom fucking Steyer. He's alive. He's got the donations and he's got the fucking polling. He's like past the 2% threshold or whatever instantly like he jumped in late he hasn't been in a debate so far and he's just like nah fuck that i'm going straight to debate 3 like i he's skipping the line at the club yo yo <laughs> yeah this shit really puts to bed the idea of like meritocracy and hitting the ground and shaking hands and kissing babies all that bullshit this dude rolled out of bed after the test and after the the midterm and after the final exam and he was just like, check this out. And he bribed the teacher and he he's fucking in. How does a guy get 100,000 donors this quickly? He spent millions and millions of dollars. He was like, yo, I'll give you five bucks if you give me one dollar. I'm reading right now from an article uh, how Tom Steyer has nearly bought himself a spot on the debate stage from the Washington Examiner. Uh, from July 13th to August 3rd, Steyer spent $2.6 million on Facebook and Google advertisements. Uh, and the Center for Responsive Politics has identified more than $3.7 million in TV ad buys in early primary states. He's not even trying to like get name recognition nationally and like get polls nationally. He's only focusing yeah, right. on the early states. I just want to say my number was actually off. I said like five to one, but like if he's only got a hundred thousand donors and he's spent a combined like over six million dollars on advertising, sixty dollars for one dollar or some shit, like right. Obviously, everybody didn't get everybody didn't give one dollar, but I bet numerically most people gave him a dollar. And and uh, a lot of his ads were like, just give me one dollar and I will get on the debate stage, please. Yeah, like he literally did say that. Especially if the one thing you know about him is that he's a billionaire. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm not giving you too much of my money, buddy. <laughs> like, even if I agree with you on climate and shit, I'll be like, listen, like, let's say that Tom Stair was my literal candidate, right? And like, I just love this guy. Like, he's like, the, got the rock level charisma or whatever. In fact, let's say it's Angelina Jolie. She's running for president. We all love her. Hmm. I'm not giving you more than a dollar. Like, you need to fucking be able to get this shit on your own. So, yeah, he probably is paying $60 per $1 donation. He's got more money than Delaney. Fuck. Yeah. He, no, he's, he's super rich. It has to be at least $60 because we're just talking about advertising budget. We're not talking about campaign staff or anything else. We was talking about we was talking about uh, getting spending like a dollar to get an iTunes review. This is the same equivalent of that, <laughs> except for like really rich people. They spend sixty dollars to get like a donation for a debate. It's like uh, the Democratic debates are like they're they're like uh, the iTunes new and trending, except they're much more important. <laughs> no, except yeah, 
the iTunes new and trending is much more important than these fucking debates. Yeah. Way yeah. bigger. It'll be remembered forever. To be clear, we weren't talking about like farm reviews or something, but we were talking about like this. This was like an off air bit. We were just like talking about like literally standing on a street somewhere, which is like a sign. Like I will yeah. give you $1 for an iTunes review of my podcast. So basically my number one takeaway from this stare thing, we should be mad at Oprah because Oprah could sugar mama this shit, right? She could start a pack. Her name would not even have to be attached to the shit. She could just like how much how much money that Tom spent? I guess he did spend a lot. Like five million or whatever he spent is, is a whole lot to like buy a slot. But damn, Oprah, like open open the open the wallet a little bit. Let your girl have some shine. Shit's wild. Oprah's kind of richer than God, yo. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how many billions she has. Like, I don't know how, how rich she is compared to Stair, but like, hey, Bennett. Her net worth is definitely over $2 billion. I mean, that is like... It's a lot. I mean, even if you have $2 billion, you might not just want to like throw $5 million in the fucking shredder. I get that. But give some help, man. Give some help. Maybe this is why Marianne is not uh, sweating the polls so much because she's like, listen, uh, when I get to these donations, you're going to see some real serious shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really do hope uh, I really do hope on that topic Marianne gets the polls because it looks like she's gonna get the donors. She's like right now ten thousand donors away, but she might not get the polls and that's a problem. Yeah, if you by the way, if y'all if y'all are listening to this podcast and you have not like talked to two or three people about like going to Marianne 2020 and like giving her a dollar or five dollars or whatever. What the fuck are you doing? You're not even allowed to listen to this podcast. Click the lead. Yeah. Click leave us a review on iTunes. Then click the lead and just stop listening because you are like fucking shit up for us. Get get moving. What's going on? Let's go. The sooner we get her over that line, the sooner she can get these poll numbers going, get in this debate, and we can move forward from there. Yang is in. Somehow. Slightly more moderate voice in this regard. I will say, you know, you gotta you gotta do what your conscious conscience and heart dictates, especially in an election cycle this crazy. Okay. Like okay. do what you feel, audience. But hopefully if you've been listening to this and we've been doing a good job, then you'll you'll be thinking about giving Marianne a dollar to keep her in, even if you don't think she's necessarily the number one candidate, because she's better than a lot of these jokers. We mm-hmm. need people like her on the stage to balance out. Bullock and Hickenlooper and all these dipshits, Delaney. Skeleton people, whatever kind of nonsense. Oh, God. Yeah, Hickenlooper really looks like a like a monster from late night television. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yang has made it, by the way. Yang Gang, yes. like, we made fun of them, but Yang Gang is like, fuck y'all, we're organizing. <laughs> I mean, I think we've always made fun of Yang in kind of a loving way. Like, we we just want to see more. Leia does not love Yang. No. Well, yeah, my take has just been like, I just want to see Yang kind of step up, you know? Yeah, we all have very different takes on Yang. Yang Yang is the splitting point for this podcast. Yes, Leia is hard anti-Yang. I believe he tries to be a good guy, but is just very misguided and needs to, like, read different things. And you're like, he's a valuable voice and he can be brought along and that kind of thing. It's a spectrum. We got a spectrum of Yang. Yes, exactly. We represent the entire Yang spectrum, and it's very fluid. Kennedy is trying to get these Yang people to come on the show, so he's trying to be as nice as possible. We love you guys. 
I don't know if I'm 100% convinced yet that Yang should be president, but I'm 100% convinced that his voice should be in politics. Mm. He's, he's definitely a heck of a lot more relevant than a lot of the people on the stage, even if I don't agree with him as much as even I agree with some of these people. Like, theoretically, I maybe agree more on paper with Warren, but Yang is talking more about real shit. Yang is one of these guys that his platform is so different from everybody else's. That, you know, I thought Marianne would kind of become like the Ron Paul, but I could see Yang filling that Democratic Ron Paul niche, which should terrify Leia. <laughs> he can just run forever. Like, he can just be Yang, and he can just make that his fucking brand and just tour and sell books and shit. And in four years, I mean, nobody's going to have UBI in four years. He can just do this shit again. Like, it's no big deal. Yeah, I, I mean, he could definitely make a career out of being Yang. Or maybe he'll go into another arena of politics after this, you know? Yeah, like run for Congress. I don't know what his what who's in his seat or whatever. Run for governor of a of like a midwestern state and remake it in your image. He lives in <laughs> California right now, so he would have uh, to move to like Wyoming or somewhere like that. I don't know, Rhode Island. Become the Jerry Brown that the Dead Kennedys talked about, and not the real Jerry Brown. God. But I you know, I think I think like a Senator Yang could be interesting or something. I wouldn't mind a Senator Yang to be honest. Like 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 there his uh his positions would be moderated by um him not being president and there being 99 other members or 429 other members in the chamber that he's in. Provided he's not like sponsoring some kind of all lives matter ass bill. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It remains to be seen at this point. But one thing I do definitely like about Andrew Yang is that he, like Marion Williamson, seems to be willing to change his mind. He didn't come in with a platform that is basically rigid and not really going to adjust to what other people say, be they candidates, public or anything else. Yang is listening. And, and that endears me somewhat to him, even if I disagree with a number of his policy ideas right now. Yeah. Accidental Yang Gang episode. <laughs> Here's what's really funny. Whenever we touch on Yang, it becomes like a seven or eight minute fucking deal. There's always some extra shit to say about him. That's more than you can say about some of these clowns. Yeah. And today we're supposed to be talking about 404 pages for all of these candidates. Yes. Like you go to their website and like you type in the wrong shit and it takes you to we couldn't find you. And in some cases, it's kind of reflective of their core personality. And yeah, it's very in intriguing. If not their core personality, like the way they interact with technology certainly is reflected in this. Right. Or how they want to be seen. All yes. that kind of shit. So I found it very intriguing. And Yang's, what's Yang's 404 page look like? Do y'all recall? You know, it, it, it has a stupid bitmoji on it. Have we talked about bitmoji? Yeah, that's disgusting, bitmoji. Okay, like, I'm going to be real, though, from a marketing perspective. Oh, God. You are just sucking Yang's asshole all day today. All right, got you. Come on. No, Bre hold on, Brandon. You are also a marketing person. I want to discuss this with you. Don't okay. you think he's kind of branding correctly here? No. No? No. Like, I'm not trying to be funny. No. Like, Bitmojis are old. Like, if you're, like, this dude's whole campaign is, um, we're not left. We're not right. We're forward. Bitmojis are not cool design-wise. 
That's not innovative. That's not what a tech guru should have a fucking. That's a fucking boomer signal signifier there. I guess that's kind of mm-hmm. fair. But I mean, bitmojis are pretty dead. I can't remember the last time I really thought about them before this moment. <laughs> Some Facebook ass shit. However, uh, I do like he has a very simple website. Like UBI is literally in the header. This is one thing, so it's right up there. So yeah, that's cool. I mean, we kind of we kind of talked about his Bitmoji in the in the merchandise episode because I think he has a he has a shirt with that stupid face on it. Yeah. Also, his Bitmoji looks a little bit. It looks a little bit stereotypical or whatever. Like Yang's eyes are not this deeply whatever, and his teeth. Uh, Yang does not have like cartoon Asian teeth or anything like that. So his Bitmoji is kind of like an extreme caricature of him. It's like something somebody would make in a political cartoon to make fun of him. He's he's preemptively doing his Ben Garrison appearance. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. God. Oh, but yeah, sort sort of moving kind of fluidly moving from that into um, we're sort of forming a trend with these kinds of episodes of like every candidate's whatever be it like merchandise or weird expenditures or now 404 pages i find it just so reflective of these people's personalities and their priorities yeah it's it's like modern tea leaves divination what can you parse from this pile of candidate t-shirts stare deep into them my child you will learn something the new Rorschach test. What does this candidate's t-shirt remind you of? Maybe an event in your life? Something tragic? Your mother? <laughs> uh, I want to, on the subject of like a very psychological one, I want to talk about Pete Buttigieg's fucking 404 page because that one really is weird to me. Like, yeah, he kind of he kind of looks like he's scolding me for ending up here. Like, how did you end up on a non-existent page, you bad little person? He really has that dad look. And like the, the, the clothes sell it too. Oh yeah, the sweater. It's like a upper middle class New England dad. And like he he looks like he just came in and like he saw my report card, you know, son. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> but uh, might I say, and I think we might have said this in a previous episode, like I hate to give credit to Pete Buttigieg, but uh, his, his website is pretty well put together. Like he has a competent kind of style sheet and it all looks clean. Yeah. I had such a big rant and I got kicked out of the room. (laughs) (laughs) You can say it again. Let's do it. Wait, I don't know where we, where did, where did I leave off? Like none of it. You you got none of it in. Holy shit. Okay. Listen, Obama, to just give a small version, Obama ran for president and we knew he'd be effective because he ran a very good organization. Whether you agree with his ideology or not, uh, there weren't a bunch of weird fuck ups and your website is kind of your organization in miniature. It's where you see opportunities. It's where you express yourself. It's how you express your values. It's whether you do more than the bare minimum, like a Tim Ryan who just says, go back to homepage or some shit like that. So the website is a goofy meme episode, but there are some occasional actual insights that can be gained from it. Yeah. And so what can we gain, Brandon, from looking at Mayor Pete's page? I love it. I love Mayor Pete's page. I think you it's like one of the it? better ones. Oh, d- oh, diviner of advertising. What can we glean? I mean, it's his. I mean, it's his personality. He's obviously a extremely heterosexual cornball. <laughs> like it's a very bright. Like, listen, his whole thing is to be a middle American relatable guy. So, if you live in middle America and you have a dad that looks like Buttigieg, if you have like the TV sitcom 
life and you spill some Kool-Aid on this on the on the rug, your dad has probably looked at you like that, like, oh Skipper, I still love you, but you know, uh vacuum cleaning costs a lot of money, kid. You really screwed up, Bucko. So yeah, I like his page. I think it's super excessive personally, because like a 404 page, half the time it's the web host provider's fault or something, you know, it's not like right. It's not really the fault of the person who's trying to surf your page necessarily, or it's like somebody gave them a bad link or something like. So you think he's being judgmental? Yeah, (laughs) especially like if if somebody like gave you a bad link to Pete's page and this is the first thing you saw was this sort of like grumpy expression like that's not really it's like an oh you like we can talk about andrew yang being outdated but at least his thing looks friendly i don't think that this look is that unfriendly i think it's more of a i mean it is it is a little bit scolding but it's a you know he'll hug you afterwards (laughs) you know it's okay kid it's all right you get out there and try again you got to see on your report guard, but I'm uh, I'm I'm still taking you out to taking you out for ice cream. Yeah, you'll get ice cream after the game. It's okay. You know, he'll pat you on the back. It's just baseball. Yeah, but the but at the same time, you know, you can do better. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of which is kind of funny seeing that Pete is one of the youngest people in the running. Right. But but that's his vibe. He's going for. I think that's for like donors, you know, also like younger people who run for president often take on affectations of older people like Tulsi is running and she's artificially grayed her hair to look older. Sometimes people wear glasses and shit like that. Like Rick Perry wore glasses to look more distinguished. Uh, I don't know whether it's insecurity or just trying to reach out to old people. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it just goes that way sometimes. I think uh, Hickenlooper's is kind of similar. He's not scolding anyone in particular. It's more like he's there with you. He's on a dirt road in a 50s model car, and he's like got kind of the old town road emoji face. Like he's just kind of pouting, and he's got his his hand on the roof of the car, and he's just looking down. And um, I kind of like I kind of like the picture. I wish it was larger since it's the entire the graphic aesthetic of the page. Like the 404 should be underneath it. You know, when I first saw it, I thought it was like a, a still from like a, a 70s road movie, like Badlands or something. <laughs> you know what we should try to do? What? We should we should contact Hickenlooper's design team. Whoever does mm. his design, like we don't have to talk about politics at all. I would love to just talk to Hickenlooper's design team about design because like he's obviously one of the more... This is how access corrupts y'all. Because I'm thinking, oh, Hickenlooper's designer might like Hickenlooper or some shit like that. So if I go, oh, he's one of the more odious people in the field, <laughs> like they'll go, oh, I don't want to go on that show. But all right, let's let's be a hundred. Let's keep it, let's be a butt for the people. Like one of the more odious people in the Democratic Party field. But his design is dope. Like everything I've yeah. seen from his merchandise, his graphics, his consistency. It's all really good. So this is another example of what would, in another context, just be like some basic boomer shit. Like he probably took for like a campaign picture or some shit. But this uh, designer like flipped it and made it kind of funny and relatable and cool. I mostly agree. But I I do think that the colors of the page clash a little bit with the photo. That bothers me just as like a minor critique. I don't know. It's It's not the end of the world. But I will say also that, like, I like this decently, but to me, it does read, like, this photo reads a little bit like senior photo or something. 
Like, yeah. like Hicken Looper's about to graduate, everyone. He's off to college. He's going to leave his small town behind. John Hickenlooper's got that Benjamin Button disease. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's very uh, it's very Old Town Road. I like it. He broke down on the Old Town Road, but still, he's on. I'll give it a pass. He broke down on the Old Town Road, but he's on. That's why, that's why the song talks about, talks about you know, t- taking the horse, because cars, they just break down on the Old Town Road. Oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Very good point. But yeah, we, we just talked about two really good ones. How about we go to one that's worse? How about how about Cory Booker's? Generally, the bad ones are boring. Cory Booker is one of the ones that's trying to be a good one, but is also lazy and phoned in. Literally. It's just a picture of him. First of all, they, they told him it was for the 404 page. So unlike the Hickenlooper one, which you can say, oh, it doesn't fit, doesn't match. But like it was clearly a yeah. more authentic looking. Like they were in the middle of a shoot and they're like, hey, Corey, we got to get something for the 404 page. Make like make like a really sad face. Make like a pouty face. Make the stupidest fucking face you can make, dog. Go for it. And he goes. Aah. He's like, like, like an emoji. It's like uh, re- re- fucking remember advice animals memes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, really, though, really, though. Let's like, turn this into an advice like, animal. Holy shit! Uh, like, like the, the 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 cover art for this for this episode should be like that image, but with like um, Defu when you run for president, but you're just Black Obama. <laughs> like, yeah, his whole thing is that he's not quite authentic, and this doesn't help. It's a little bit like it's overly staged. I feel bad because I imagine like Corey looking at this. I'm just trying to have fun, you guys. Come on. Like most of Corey Booker's actions, it like is in the uncanny valley of being relatable to me. Yeah, he's trying. He's trying. Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 I'm definitely going to I'm definitely going to whip up some a uh, like an advice animals meme with that with that stupid uh-huh. fucking face. And put and we can put it as the as the as the uh, image. Yeah, trying a little bit too hard. And the text here says Corey believes we can all get where we're going together, just not on this page. Which okay, whatever, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> there's a whole variety of of like little stupid quotes that like are oh uh, we're not gonna we're gonna do things but not here because it's an empty page, haha. And they're all just they're all so stupid. I don't know. I don't like it. You can just say like, un- unless you got a really good copy for it, just say this page is empty. Go to our homepage or our volunteer page or a donation page. Like, come on. Uh, what's another one we want to go to? I think that we could just briefly or maybe not. I don't know. But talk about uh, Amy Klobuchar's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I-, I was saying this before, but ain't- it seems like Klobuchar's entire campaign is I'm from Minnesota. Yeah. Like no, this she's just like leaning in really hard here. Her her four hundred four page is just it's like a pretty basic, just as like four hundred four arrow, but it's it's got the midwestern. How exactly do you pronounce? It? I'm not from the Midwest. Do you know? It's Ufda. I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to see like how you pronounce it. It's it seems like it's a uh, Ufda. Ufda. Uh, it basically means like oops or ouch or oh no. Yeah. Like, what does Klobuchar have other than I'm from the Midwest? Like, this is not, this is pretty alienating, to be honest. I, I'm sure the three people who live in Minnesota, who are Walter Mondale and Floyd Olson's ghost, are like, oh, yeah. Now, that's some campaign advertisement, I tell ya. Yeah, it's very not my thing. Elizabeth Warren, did we talk about, did, did I, did you guys hear me talk about Warren? 
No. Let's get into that. Okay, she just does a little bit too much. Like there's a, you know, nevertheless, she persisted deal. There's a Star Wars quote. There's a Saturday Night Live parody. Like somebody decided they should do something funny with the with the page, but they decided on like five different things. I, I feel like they, um, they had a team of web designers and the, and the main web, the chief web designer was like, okay, we need a 404 page. Give me ideas. And each of the developers put up like, oh, why don't we have a Star Wars reference? Uh, why don't we have a memorable Warren quote? What about that uh, SNL? What about that SNL sketch? And he was like, I, all of them. Let's do all of them. Yeah. You gotta, gotta have some, some purity. You gotta have some focus. You gotta have some restraint, man. Elizabeth Warren was just like, I can't choose. They're all good. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. That, that definitely feels like the vibe. Absolutely. And honestly, it's it, it's kind of off-brand uh, because something on-brand would be like something... It, it would just be Bernie's page, but like m- m- a much more specific and aimed at a very like weird demographic, like senior citizens from Utah. Yeah, I think Warren's page should be like Marianne's page. It, it like it's very it's a very simple page. It's elegant. And by the way, for those who like aren't looking at the page, it's got a few stars and it says, "Let's get back on track." The link you found is not available. It does not exist. Let's get you back home. And then you, it just takes you back to the home page. Literally the perfect four hundred four page. Like Warren's Warren's page should should say, um, "You've gotten lost." But it's okay. I've got a plan to get you back back where you started. Click right here. <laughs> you know, some <laughs> bullshit like that. Right. And it's very quick, simple. If it's a bland, it's not doing too much. And off to the races. Mm-hmm. Weirdly likable was Beto's page. I like Beto's page. Mm. That's correct. I do like it. It's a big gif of him buffing out like a like a dent on a car, and then he puts the bumper his Beto sticker on top of the car. He like buffs it in. Yeah. That's cool. I like yeah. it. And it says, let's make this a happy accident. Yes. It's, it's, it's fine. Underneath it says, the page you're looking for doesn't actually exist, but Beto knows this. there's opportunity everywhere. And just maybe, this mishap is the perfect opportunity for you to nab an official Beto for America sticker. Make a donation of any amount, and we'll send you a bumper sticker. But we can't promise Beto will slap it on personally. I give that like a 10 out of 10. I think that's fucking yeah. perfect. Yeah, that's good. If you're gonna do a gimmick page, do this gimmick page. Yeah, it's it's corny, but not too corny. It's fine. If we want to talk about something that that's really good, uh, what, what do you think about Jay Inslee's page? I love Jay Inslee's page. Yeah, me too. I I know for a fact that the person that made this page is not the person that made his logo. <laughs> so so it it has um unlike this bear, you surf to a bad page, and then it has a cartoon of a surfing bear. That Inslee himself drew. And then it says, uh, while you're here, yes. join the surfing bear and our team. And it uh, lets you put in your email address and zip code. I love it. That's excellent. You know, I was a little down on it when Jay Inslee did that whole promotional thing of like donate and maybe win a drawing from Jay Inslee. Because the drawing mm-hmm. they showed for that promotion was really boring. If they had showed me this surfing bear, I would have donated to Jay Inslee that day. Yeah, I, I would. I would have gone hog wild for the for the surfing bear. Shit, draw some more surfing animals, dog. Like, especially you're supposed to be like to protect the environment, dude. Like, show me some rad shit with these, with these animals. Make it the next uh, dogs playing poker. Yeah, 
if this is something that exists within Jay Inslee, why is this not at the forefront of your campaign, my dude? This is very relatable. Fuck it. Jay Inslee likes to draw little doodles of, of surfing bears. Like, that's cool. I love that. Like, keep keep at it, Inslee. You're doing great. Yeah, man. You, you, you'll probably have a lot of time to work on your drawing in the future. Put up a, put a, put that bear as your as your vice president. Fuck it. Hell yeah. Thanos and a bear running together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's unstoppable. What are you going to do? Can't do anything. Can't do shit. Joe Biden. Oh, God. I think his page is really nice. No. No, that's this is a bad take. You're you're canceled, Brandon. <laughs> the page is literally just there's no 404. There's no click to donate. There's no bullshit, um, at least that I can see. Because Biden's team understands there's already a navigational bar. So if you want to click something, you have like seven things to click anyway, and it's all above the fold. So it's just Biden eating an ice cream, and he's wearing some fucking bomber shades because that's his brand. And it says, look like that page isn't here. Keep cool. I'll get us back on the rails. Unless you want the page to say, I'm Joe Biden, I'm bad, and I'm dropping out. <laughs> and since you found this 404 page, you're the first one to know about it. Uh, unless the page is that, you've got to continue to like fucking run for president. This is a good page. I I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think it's like, it's trying to be funny and relatable, but just like Joe Biden oozes dementia uncle. <laughs> don't you love your dementia uncle though is, is, did he do something to you in a in a in, in a sort of way like this is it, it's not bad but it's like this isn't good this isn't good even if i'm trying to be pretty fair to biden like i've seen some of biden's other promotional materials that use much better photos of him this is a really weird photo. I'm sorry. Like, I am i can't justify this weird-ass photo of him wearing sunglasses, kind of looking half down. His sleeves are half rolled up, like halfway. Yeah, I like is, it. Uh, no, awkward. It's hell. And, and he's got this ice cream cone in his hand. And just, like, he's, like, not really smiling or frowning or anything. And it's, like, I feel like he's, he's like, a CIA agent. He's, like, inside this ice cream cone is your mission. Take it and walk away. You know, like <laughs> I, I'm just looking at the ice cream cone, and it doesn't. It doesn't look like. Look at the ice cream cone for me. Does it look like he's licked into it? No. Does it look like he's consuming that. It looks like he took a very small bite from off the side, and he's still working through the first bite. Very unnatural. The whole thing. If Marianne was in this exact same pose, you guys would be really willing to declare her queen of the universe. I think it's just anti-Biden bias. But that's because she's a completely different person. <laughs> the vibe is different. I think that you could put, like, if, if this was Jay Inslee's photo, like, I would still be like, nope. Yeah. Okay. Like, this is just weird. It's just, it's like, he, it's it's the equivalent of, like, the Elizabeth Warren trying to do too much. It's like, Joe Biden tried a little too hard to be relatable, but he just kind of threw a bunch of shit together is what it feels like to me. But that's his brand. That's mm -hmm. literally his personality. Listen, listen, all of you guys who are listening to the podcast, guys, girls, <laughs> friends, um, please go to Joe three zero three three zero slash four oh four. And you can look at this page and you can email us and tell us your thoughts about it. And we'll read your thoughts in a future episode. We'll, we'll read them right out of your mind telepathically. We can also do that if you've donated. If, as the real ones know, if you've watched the first couple of episodes, if you have donated to Marianne's campaign, 
you can communicate with us on the astral plane. That's yeah, right. T- t- telepathically. We're, we're, having, we're having tons of... Uh, we're having tons of really in-depth conversations with our fans through the through the telepathic network. It's great. Of course. Mm-hmm. Do we have any other ones that are that that we we might think are divisive? I like Gillibrands. Is that divisive, or are we all pretty unified on that? Because I feel like it's really strong. I love it. It's dope. It's the number one one. It's the best one. It's great. I mean, I mean, just in just in general, uh, Gillibrand has competent web design. She just rebranded. I feel like she just rebranded recently to the whole Brave deal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Her other thing was not taking on because Klobuchar kind of had similar aesthetic. Yes. So she's got her own thing. She's also kind of stealing from Marianne, which everyone is doing. So now yeah. she's doing pink. Um, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And yeah, no, it look her website looks dope. Um, it's incredibly designed. The 404 page says, you know, we all have those days, which again is kind of kitschy like the Beto page, but I feel like the, if you're gonna do something silly, if you're not gonna do like the Marianne page, which is just like the perfect example of just like a simple branded but like elegant and you know, yes. Nothing to it, basically, kind of 404 page, which is honestly kind of ideal on a lot of levels. If you're going to do something that's more themed, this is really on point in terms of, I feel, the right kind of messaging. Like, you know, I didn't like the Mayor Pete kind of scolding look. You know, I don't think things like that are the right message to put on a 404 page. I think things like this, we all have those days. Yeah, it's kind of cute, whatever, but it's like, it's it's the right kind of message. And then, sorry, you know, below that's just the sorry, it's not the page you're looking for. You can return home. Why not sign up to volunteer before you go? It's just very simple, elegant copy. She's drinking a beer in the background. It's very casual. Yeah. Howard Schultz, Howard Schultz's uh, page, though he's, though he sort of uh, sleeper selled his presidential campaign, his, his 404 page, oof. He got so close to being passable, and then he just fucked up. It's the worst one. Yeah. First of all, it's in fucking papyrus font, yeah. y'all. That's all you really have to know. The shit is in papyrus. Disgusting. This is two sentence uh, sentences, and it says, not found. You tried to visit a page that doesn't exist yet. Sorry about that. That's literally it. And you could have put it in the font that the rest of your website is put in, and it would have been fine, and we wouldn't have even mentioned it. But no, you had to put it in fucking papyrus so ugly i feel like he just saw avatar and he was like give me that avatar typeface look at the design aesthetics of starbucks and it's just obvious you know how we got here to papyrus font on his website i think it's too bad that eric swalwell dropped out so soon after seeing his 404 page it's the only thing that has ever endeared him to me i think it is kind of cute it is kind of cute it's it's just a picture it's a big picture of his dog the dog's on a leash. He's looking into the camera. He says, dog on it. And it says, the page doesn't exist. Click penny below to return home. And your cursor is just another big image yeah. of the dog. Your cursor so. is the dog. It's like some, it's endearing. It's like some GeoCities shit. That's cute. That's cute. Like uh, Eric Swalwell, endearing. I both ironically and post-ironically love this 404 page. It's up there as one of the better ones. We'll talk about which one is our favorite at the when we get to the end. But um, this one is is pretty good. It's high tier, just because you can't go wrong with a dog. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody loves him. What do we think about Bernie's page? Love Bernie's page. Yeah, yeah. L- love what you're doing, Bernie. Keep it up. Yeah. Uh, the page says we've run into a huge problem. While the rich get richer, almost everyone else gets poorer. Democracy is in crisis, and oligarchy looms. What we know is determined by the corporate media. 
Our healthcare system is in shambles. Our educational system is in crisis. And you've landed on a website page that doesn't exist. And it's the gift next to it is Bernie wagging his finger and shaking his head and going, no, no, no. <laughs> so first of all, this is so Bernie's brand because yeah. he's just the kind of person that would do a paragraph long speech about like income inequality mm-hmm. <laughs> when you just landed on the wrong web page and you just need to click the back button. Yeah. Oh, wrong place. Oh, you run into a huge problem. The billionaires I didn't take a rest, <laughs> Bernie. Take a rest. The the top one percent of the top one percent have all of the correct links and are leaving the incorrect links <laughs> for us plebeians. <laughs> This man, this man never leaves his brand. He never strays away from it. He has, he has one move. It's a good move, and he's, he's determined to do it no matter what. Even, even on the four hundred four, he's stumping, and I can respect that. I can respect that. I can respect that hustle. Here's why it's so respectable too. It's what I was talking about earlier in regards to like getting bad links, uh, which is a really common problem. You know that people copy part of a link or something and send it to somebody. Hey, right. check out what Bernie just said you know, or some stuff trying to link them a video. And so, again, if this is your first exposure to a candidate, and I'm not saying that that many people at this point need a first exposure to Bernie, but there are still a lot of people that don't know that much about him. If this is your first exposure to a candidate and you're just kind of like trying to figure out what's going on, well, now I know that I'm on the wrong page and I know what Bernie's about. And it didn't take very long to learn either of those things. He is always about what he's about. And this next person is always about being a messy bitch. And I mean, (laughs) he's not, he is running for president, Donald Trump. He's the current president of the United States. And he decided to go hard on his 404 page. Uh, His 404 page is a big picture of uh, Secretary Hillary Clinton holding a microphone. She's grinning. She's got a lot of flags behind her and the White House. Uh, The podium has the seal of the president of the United States. The copy says, oops, this is awkward. You're looking for something that doesn't exist. (laughs) What an asshole. (laughs) It is kind of hilarious, though. Like, I think that Donald Trump leans into the, oh, Hillary stuff too much. Like, it's she's out the game now, dude. Just get over it. But if you were ever going to take just like a little subtle jab at your opponent, your former opponent, in just like a really cheeky way, this is kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. First of all, we would mm. all we would all find this shit hilarious if it was like Trump had law. Well, see, here's the thing. Hillary could not get away with doing this to Trump because people would be like, oh, that's very petty. Yes. Yeah. But it's because Trump is petty. Like he's nothing else but petty. His brand is being a fucking asshole. Right. Exactly. He goes to everybody. He says, I'm a fucking asshole. So he's got a fucking asshole 404 page. Yeah, this doesn't make me like him more, but I can definitely see how this would work on his fan base. God, yeah, if I'm a Republican, I'm like, <laughs> got her. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot better than Papyrus font. Oh, totally. <laughs> um, Kamala Harris is another person who has like a GIF-based page. Yeah, let's talk about that and then let's do favorites, I think. Sure, sure. Okay. Kamala's is just it's split in half. I would say 63, 66, 33, whatever. Um, the, mm-hmm. the small parts in white says, are you lost? Jump back to the homepage, join the campaign or donate. And most of the page is dominated by uh, Kamala, who looks like she spilled a carton of mints or something. She's doing a speech or something. 
She stops. She looks around extremely nervously like she's fucked something up. Half smiling, half like Jennifer Lawrence when she spilled the, the thing I meant. So this just mostly depends on whether you like Kamala Harris, I guess. Or Jennifer Lawrence, maybe. Yeah. It's not bad. I, I like I mean, I like it. It's fine. It says, you know, uh, are you lost? Jump back to the homepage or in the campaign or donate. Like it, it plugs the links. It has something kind of funny, vaguely relatable. It, it's what you need. It's like um, if you were to put yeah. together a, a list for a good, relatable campaign 404 page, Kamala Harris would be, it would be just a box ticking one, you know. I just think if your gimmick isn't fairly strong, don't do it, though. Oh, yeah, totally. Correct. And like, this isn't really a strong gimmick. I don't know. So, um, what are what are your favorites, everybody? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let, let's go. Uh, uh, best worst. I'm, I'm, I'm. I gotta lean toward. I gotta say, Inslee. I really, I really like the bear, the cartoon bear. Mm. Like uh, Inslee. If this doesn't pan out, you should pull a, a George W. Bush and start just drawing shit. Get on, get on Nickelodeon and start a start a fucking show. Uh, I think my favorite is probably Bernie's, actually. You know, it's a tough choice, but I really think from the practical perspective of like, again, the most likely scenario that somebody runs into your 404 page is being given a bad link by somebody else who's trying to expose you to their website. And this is it. This is the perfect page for somebody who knows nothing about Bernie and needs to get to the correct part of his website. That's a very mm-hmm. good point. It's his entire campaign in miniature. And yeah, it's this whole message and there's nothing to be confused about. While I do love Gillibrand's web page, the actual 404 page, I mean, it's it's what it is. It's not really that intriguing. The, the rest of the website carries it. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Whereas Beto's page both has humor, it has a message, it has a little bit of political messaging, it has a call to action. So I am going to choose Beto as my personal winner. I think it, I kind of get it. I, and, and this is weird for me because I've literally liked almost nothing about Beto's branding at all. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Um, I guess we do the least favorite. Yeah, least favorite. I'm going to, I got to say Booker. Easy. It is a little bit off-putting. I get, I get where you're going for them. Just the advice animals quality of that image. It's just, I, I don't like it. I don't like it, man. Uh, I have to give it to Howard Schultz with the papyrus font. That is, that is disgusting. What are you doing? Really bad. Like, and it, it again, like it's, it's not even in some kind of halfway decent context. Like, it's literally just a very blank page, and it all sort of just relies on this papyrus font. This is hideous. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I, I got, that is that one is pretty bad. It could have been something, but it wasn't. Yeah, uh, my number one worst is Eric Swalwell. He's got his ugly ass dog taking up the page. He's got the White House behind it like he's going there. You don't know nothing about the White House, boy. That's why you dropped out. If I see your dog, if I see your ugly dog wearing that Swalwell shoelaces, I'll get your dog. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of disagree with you there. Like, like I said, it's earnest. <laughs> It's earnest. Yes. Okay. All right. I know. We all we all love this guy's dog. All right. Worst one, actually, Michael Bennett. Mm. Oh, we, we didn't even touch on him. They're in a they're on a hike together or something. They're carrying a tree, and mm-hmm. all of them are camera and staring like him and his wife and his three daughters, all like staring at the camera. And it looks like something out of a horror movie when you've like stepped on a and the zombies like all turn their heads to you and they're about to just jump you 
Or like, this is the last photo of the family when they were all alive. Like, like, like it's your, um, you, you the, like the f- fucking uh, shoestring plot, you know, hikers are, or travelers are stranded in, in rural Montana and a, and a country house takes them in. And like, uh, after staying a night, they're like, uh, the, the, the couple is like, okay, so our car's fixed up. I, I guess we're heading out now. And then, and then like the patriarch of the family says, heading out, you can't do that. And then they all turn their heads and in, in sync. Yeah. It's just, it, it's hard <laughs> to say why, but it's just kind of disturbing. Like maybe if they had done it a little bit of a closer shot, so they look like they're with you instead of like mm-hmm. staring you down. It just it just has real big creepy vibes to me. But you know, it's just the it's just a web page. Yeah, yeah, it is just a web page. And we're just a podcast. Yeah, man. <laughs> Listen, mm-hmm. we are on iTunes. We are on iTunes. Yes. If you guys can cl- yes, we are on iTunes. So if you have a, an Apple device, you sat here and you listened to us for an hour. So that means somewhere over the course of this hour, like something entertained you, moved you, made you think, whatever. So we're not asking for money. We're not asking for you to volunteer or click donate or any kind of bullshit like that. Just like register that you like the show. And we sit up here all day when we're not recording. We say, oh, we got 12 reviews. This is great. So like if you can take five minutes and give us that five stars and say that we're all funny. It gives us a lot of validation. It helps us motivate us because we're on the ground floor right now. So you're yeah. helping us continue and keep going. So yeah, we appreciate that. More importantly, it could help us trend on iTunes. And, and, and you might be like, why do you care so much about iTunes? But for whatever reason, the iTunes podcast distribution realm is still the biggest pool of podcast listeners. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you're one of those people that's listening on Stitcher or whatever, and you're like, why do they care so much about iTunes? This is why is just simply because if we trend on iTunes, it's really, really good for the show. That's it. You can review us on Stitcher or whatever. That's cool. Yes. If you review us other places, you're still totally awesome, though, for the record. Yeah. I just want to make it clear why we harp on so much about iTunes in particular is because we're trying to get that sweet, sweet trending category. Trying to get that clout. Anything for the clout. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening. It's been another great episode. Yes. I'm Brandon. I'm Kennedy. Leia Rose. All right. See y'all next time. Bye-bye. See ya.